0: And now, now it's the Mike Calter Show.
2: It is the Mike Calter Show, eight
3: fifty-five or one oh two five the bone. Uh, We're going to be joined by Robin Zander here in about 20 minutes. Robin Zander is going to be playing at The Sound in Clearwater Beach. What was that place called before? It's Coachman Park, I believe. They really did. They did a huge multi-million dollar renovation over there and turned it into a... Basically, Coachman Park is just a stage in the park. Now it's a whole venue. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking to a lot of great shows coming to the area. And uh, Cheap Trick will be one of those and we will have it. We'll have him live on the air today. Uh, we mentioned early Seinfeld is coming to the Hard Rock here in Tampa. That, I think, is great. I think that I, – I actually think the Hard Rock needs to – well, they don't really care. I'm trying to – I figure it out. Like, the Hard Rock used to have the casino, and then they had all these ballrooms there where you could, you know, do conventions or whatever there, and then nobody – ever. Used, and then they broke them down, and they put more slot machines. They're just making – they're using their real estate to make money with the machines. But, but imagine if they had another theater where you can have like a, a comedy club in there or something. And this way, every weekend, there was some sort of entertainment there. Oh, that would be pretty cool.
2: Uh, speaking of Seinfeld, I just came across an article that said that uh, he was uh, dating Tawny Catane for a while before he uh, got married. That does sound familiar. She was on the show. She was like this, uh, you know, hot chick, but she was really her terrible personality and like a bad person. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, they were banging while. Uh, on there
3: do you have a favorite episode a favorite episode you No, know it's hard because You're... there's so many that there's so many episodes that really nothing's happening that are great you know
0: yeah it's hard to just single out one episode <laughs> that i call my favorite do you never <laughs> you never seen it geo i did see the final episode
2: that's oh, it okay. yeah, so yeah but that, yeah, that. Yeah. and that also it wouldn't make any sense to you at all no yeah
3: um, i have a cut in my nostrils it's driving oh, no. insane.
2: yeah i don't know whether i could pick one episode there's like you said there's so many good things and so many different ones and i'll watch and just you you know something's funny whenever you repeat the line <laughs> oh, yeah. out loud while you're watching it you know what i mean i'll do that now that's, that's so good one. i think
3: one of the most brilliant things i've ever seen was second spitter where yeah, oh, have, yeah. Where the JFK yeah. one yeah, JFK yeah. One with keith Hernandez and yeah. all that i think that was just hilarious. The whole Zapruder film thing. It was yeah. great.
2: There's so many great little things, like whenever they are uh, they have the uh, pilot for the uh, TV show, whatever, and then the new lady comes in and she cancels everything that yeah. like the other guy was going to do, and they're talking about it, and George, the entire time Jerry's on the phone, George takes his trash out of the uh, trash can, turns the bag, ties it, like it's all perfect timing. And whenever Jerry goes, you're canceling it, he goes to put it over his shoulder. And as soon as he goes, you're canceling it, he just lets it go and <laughs> throws it behind him. But like the timing and everything is so perfect, but also all the little things that Jerry says. And if you watch that show, watch how many times Jerry's laughing yeah. at different stuff. Because whenever Kramer comes in and does stuff, he like, he'll like turn away from the camera and stuff because they were cracking up all the time. That,
3: that to me is the, uh, is the thing. Like Jerry's good. He's the guy who, is like the quarterback of the whole thing but the kramer character and the george character even i even elaine but jerry stiller the, yeah. yeah jerry stiller's yeah. Great. yeah i mean just surrounded by which by one's funny. the
0: episode where kramer comes in and he yells the n-word a bunch of times oh, that was man. actually that is, after yeah. the show is over oh, yeah. yeah he did that but he my favorite, that was a good
4: one my favorite episode is when he buys a meat slicer and he's oh, yeah. so addicted to slicing meat he ends up slicing meat in his own shower and then <laughs> selling it to his friends. Charming.
3: yeah, Charming. What, what was the idea that so Michael Richards was doing stand-up and he started screaming the N-word and what was well, I can't find the humor in that I'm not trying to be woke I'm just saying like I don't know what the joke was.
2: No, he
5: He got thrown
6: off of
2: what he was saying and then started to do crowd work. And yeah, he then was screaming the N-word like, you know, you can't say it and blah, blah, blah. he was like, there's an N-word. There's
0: an N-word in here. I think he was the intent. He was trying to go for that. It's not a big deal to say that. And he found out that it was. Uh, Yeah. Like, you know.
2: I, I remember seeing it, but I. Don't, I don't and he's not, stand-up. he's not a stand up. He's not a stand up. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's, he's a, a funny guy actor, and he's yeah. a sketch actor and he does all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah. He was on Fridays. Remember that? Yeah. Fridays, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It was great.
3: Fridays was the uh, trying to be Saturday Night Live yeah. on a Friday. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, I don't know. It's just uh, to think back and because no matter what he does now, he could save 10 babies from. Uh, you know, you could rescue these guys in the submarine. Did and you know still he's going to be the one that yelled that N word from the stage?
2: Did you know that Jerry did not get passed at the comedy store? No. Uh, Mitzi Shore didn't like him. Didn't oh, like funny. his whole New York thing, whatever. And uh, so whenever obviously he became very successful, he bought a house above their house in the Hollywood Hills uh-huh. or like a bigger house and stuff and he said every time he would drive by in one of his Porsches he would slow down uh-huh. and see if any of them were out there uh-huh. just to be like hey yep I live up there
3: yeah. that, that's so funny because the comedy store is there and then um, Paulie's house is behind it mm. where Mitzi was so then I guess you could see Jerry's house from right back yeah. in there
2: I don't know whether he still owns it or not but yeah
3: I put up a thing on Instagram yesterday that two people emailed me about and it was a it was a thing about jesus and it said jesus uh hung around with 12 guys and blah blah blah, and it was like happy pride month like continuing jesus might have been gay mm-hmm. and i just put it up there as a joke i'm not trying to convince people that jesus was gay nor am i trying to convince anybody jesus lived you know what i mean i just put it up there as a joke and one guy was nice enough the way he wrote but he said hey man i i get it and blah 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 he goes but this is disrespectful and i went Look, I wasn't intending on being disrespectful. I was intending on making a joke, and that's what the show is about. He was great. He was like, "Nope, I totally get it. I don't, I don't. I'm telling you, I I am very much a do what you want to do guy, and if that means you want to be a Catholic or a Jew or a Muslim or a Buddhist or you want to worship a tree, God, go ahead. And I am not I don't, and I think it's very bad to disrespect people's religions because they're different from yours. It's one of those things that always bugged me. So I'm not trying to do. That. I was just trying to make a little joke. Memes are funny. And sometimes somebody in one group is getting offended if you're laughing at it. It may not be your group. So when it becomes your group, you can't be the guy to go, hey, wait a second. You have to just roll with, roll with it. Uh,
2: the fact that you would email somebody about that just, I yeah. can't even understand yeah. that. I can't even understand that. Oh, well, even understand you know that. what,
3: though, Galvin? There, there are people who take their religion very seriously. And the guy wasn't yeah. like, hey, you're a jerk. He was like, hey, I like the show. I just think this is disrespectful. And I went okay. I said, well, I definitely didn't mean to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to make a laugh. And he was like, no, I know you're right.
2: Do you know how busy that guy is emailing people? Like, you, you, yeah. do you imagine if you were emailing everybody that was disrespectful to something that you held dear to your heart? Like, that it's crazy. Also, forgive us. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's anytime you're doing that, those are the people that go to a comedy club and go, no, no. Whatever. Comedians, like, yeah. setting up a joke. Oh, yeah. Talk about how men are bad. <laughs> what? I'll,
3: I'll tell you one of the things I love about Ian Bag is his crowd work and oh, him dealing with right? people in the crowd. Yeah, and I thought I think he's going to be perfect for the show. I'm <laughs> yeah. very much looking forward to him dealing with our with our people. 727 579 one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five of the phone numbers if you'd like to reach us. Uh, that show with Ian Bag is happening on the second of September out in uh, Clearwater at the Capitol Theater. I have to go out there today after the show. I'm supposed to have my furniture moved in today,, mm-hmm. but they keep calling my wife and saying that because of the rain and stuff, they're delaying it. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, Jesus
4: it is very windy
3: out. I'm in a building on the f- on a the floor yes. <laughs> <But> they have, <laughs> they have to the, go into the house the say, address yeah, is yeah. yeah they they have to go into the first floor and carry the stuff up the stairs into the elevator. It's just ridiculous. It's just a cluster F. You can't hoist it up? You can hoist it up, but I don't know if that makes sense, any sense either. Yeah, I mean, obviously care.
2: dangerous, but, you know, depending uh, on the, if stuff fits and how you get it in there and the all that. Right there. that. The pool's right there. What's that? pool's right there, Michael. Yeah. Well, what, how are you going to hoist it up on the, off of the... So the side of the balcony,
3: on the side of the balcony, you can ah, park okay, over there yeah. and do it over there. Okay. Yeah, that's how we're getting the piano in there. <laughs> <laughs> Or
2: just have a furniture builder come in and live there for yeah, a little while yeah, and yeah. build yeah. all the furniture. As as yeah. do. oh, yeah. I'm done. See you yeah. later. <laughs> we
3: we got very excited when we bought this place and we went right to the furniture store and bought all the furniture and then had to call them like every week and be like, Gonna take a little longer since November of last year. This poor guy's like, there's no way there. he's waiting for his commission check. <laughs> he's like, they came in, they bought all this furniture, and they still haven't gotten paid for it since oh. November. Supply chain, like, what's uh, what's going on? No, the the stuff is ready. I my uh, oh to get it in. Yeah, to get I it gotcha, in. I got gotcha. you. We had to put new floors in and all that stuff, and ugh, it just takes just takes time. It's a great view though. Plus, when you when you bring somebody in and ask them to hang a TV and they're like thirteen thousand dollars, kind of throws things back a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> All right, let me grab some of these phone calls. You get the Robin Zander coming up at uh, 920. Mike out the show. Good morning.
1: Hey, what's up, Mike Out It's me, Medicine Man.
3: Yeah, I forget it probably was. What's going on, Medicine Man?
1: Yeah, I got good news. Guess what? My uh, court case got dropped out for Penthouse County from the OCC incident. Oh. oh. So allowed, are you allowed back in now? I don't know. I just called up. the Every week I got a report to the uh, courthouse uh on wednesday and they gave me the good news you gotta report to the what the courthouse Courthouse every yeah, wednesday, so you know. your
2: your charges are dropped okay, or whatever yeah, from yeah, we'll them continue. but yeah charges if you want to talk at the something. same time i'm talking <laughs> then we can talk over each other but occ doesn't have to abide by that if they want you out you're out you know what i mean you have to go apologize to them and see whether they'll let you back in
1: yeah, this is Central County Court. I have to report every uh, Wednesday. Yep. They gave me the good news. Uh, Didn't everything hear a word I said. Nope. That sounds hey, like uh, probation. What do you got to report every Wednesday to probationary court? Where do you... Yeah. Uh... uh call from the house, you know, like every Wednesday between 8.30 and 3.30. and Hey, man? good man. Everything got dropped. Do you
3: know Steve from OCC
1: Roadhouse? Yeah.
3: He's on the phone. He says you're still banned, though, even though you're well, charging well. a drop. You're still not allowed yeah. back. Banned.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I have to call him up and ask anyway. No, no,
3: he just called us up and said no
1: way. Well, when I call when called the courthouse, I had to report every Wednesday. And, you know, <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah,
3: I, I heard. I heard that before. Jesus. I
1: don't have to do it anymore. No, I know, drop. but what
3: Steve is saying is you're still not welcome back at the OCC Roadhouse.
1: I know. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I have to give him a call. No, I'm telling <laughs> you, he
3: just called us and... All right, you know what? Just go there today and see what happens. Could you imagine? I'm not going there today.
2: All All I'm right. going okay. to All right. tonight. All right, Could you imagine if he had to have a job? Could you uh, imagine trying did. to tell him oh. the yeah. the most menial task? Take this and dump it out over there. Yeah. No. See, I- <laughs> <Yeah>. No.
4: <laughs> I've hung out with him for hours at chunks of time. You know? Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. I I got a soft spot. We were in, for in the him. car
3: the other day, and some man just calls him. He goes, oh, let's spend this a I go, for real? And he goes, yeah, he calls me every day at the same time. Yeah, every day at the
4: same time. So we'll talk. And when he he was excited on the phone, which is why he gets stuck in that loop, there are sometimes, I, I kid you not, as sure as I breathe, where we'll be talking and he slips into what I call Alex mode and is completely normal. You would never have any idea besides the accent, the pirate accent. All the accent synapses are firing properly, yeah. and then they go off. And he's he's got about ten minutes, and then he slips back yeah, into yeah. medicine
2: Do man. Do
5: remember- we know is he what like on the spectrum?
3: Mm. I mean, we don't know for sure what the. There's with the actual on. diagnosis yeah, right,
4: yeah. We can find out when he goes to court on Wednesday. He's got to go to the <laughs> courthouse be there. Too much medicine, not enough man. <laughs> I, think Wait. It. I remember last time we were in Dundee, you and Medicine Man bonded. Yeah, we did. We did. That's when he told me about the A list pass for AMC yeah. movie and theaters. You d- and you invited him
3: to the island. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. He belongs yeah. there.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike <laughs> the Show, good morning. It's <laughs> What? What did he say about? Only, you can't do it. I, I'm not going to hang up on you. Talk. Some some OnlyFans. Now mm. I want to know. Yeah. Sounded it's like something on the
5: weekend.
3: Yeah, something OnlyFans weekend. Uh, Call back. Double we? points weekend. No. Well, yeah. Oh, I want to know what he was talking about. Mm. I feel like it's something we should look at. Yeah. I don't think so. Sound like he was calling from the space station. <laughs> something on yeah. OnlyFans.
2: Yeah. What's going on though? What like? <laughs> It's kids. Like, I, think, I think
3: maybe yeah. if they were promoting an OnlyFans,
0: they thought we were gonna be like, Don't you promote your OnlyFans? I like think it's out. kids who are out of school for
2: the yeah. summer. Mm. Oh.
5: It, I think it's Gio giving away the hotline Yeah, Geo. <laughs> they didn't call the
0: hotline number.
2: You uh, don't know that? I do know that. Hot- well, you don't know. When you answer, it goes on normal ones on the hotline it goes
5: hotline. Not true.
2: Yeah, it does. It actually says we, Psh, hotline. Hotline. Right. Hotline. we hear it.
5: Not true. <laughs> yeah.
2: I can't believe you're hanging out with medicine, man. Yeah. Like you say you have a soft spot in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think think so. Yeah. I see a lot of myself in him. You guys and just the people that you have over
4: medicine. If if Avo was still around, I'd probably (laughs) hang out with him too. Listen, Avo was great. He was.
2: I I miss him. Avo was great because Avo understood it. Avo Avo would be... Super Avo and you go, All right, man, that's enough. And you go, oh, oh,
4: oh. walk over
2: and just you know, go I couldn't eat while Avo was
3: around. <laughs> no. Right, no.
4: When he when I had that gig wherever at that bar and he came stumbling out of the front door with his miner's light on in broad daylight and tripped going down a curve and caught himself on the window of my driver's or my passenger side and then reached his smiley hand and went, oh, painkillers, you want some? Yeah, he offered <laughs> you some, a, what? Bunch what? Of, a bunch what? of painkillers. What That's are you doing? Great.
3: Do you think if he didn't find the show, he'd still be alive? No. I think like that... somehow I feel this show accelerated his No, opinion. I don't no. think so.
4: Why? I think maybe if he didn't spend an hour squeezing that goiter on Ugh. his neck, Ugh. he could
0: have lasted
2: a little longer.
0: Uh, goiter.
4: He maybe, had a lot of health
0: problems yeah. before yeah, he started yeah. showing up on the stage. Swollen legs. Yeah.
2: Bad liver. He was not uh, healthy enough to play the national anthem before the punch they out. Did, they, did, did not, they did not clear
3: him to have any activity in the ring before, yeah. before the fight. Oh my God.
2: If you're not healthy enough to play guitar, heart, is what they told him. Your heart is
4: so
3: bad. Jesus. Oh man, I wish we could do the punch out again. I you know, know. I
2: was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about that the other day. That was so much fun. I really enjoyed those. Yeah. we got to
3: do something. we got to do another event, but we can't do the, the punch-out.
2: We can think of something good. We can't do the punch-out or we can't have employees fight?
3: I don't think we should do the punch-out at all. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Mm, sorry. So we could use a
4: bunch of fighters, but
3: yeah. <sighs> yeah, but who wants to see that? Well, I mean, you can go see Master Amir and go see his guys fighting.
4: Yeah, So, but he, he, he you know he those sanctioned fights with kickboxers and UFC. He's it's got
3: Rob Khan training over there. Uh, from Gracie Jiu Jitsu, D- who do you think would win in a fight between Rob and Master Amir?
2: Mm. I
3: don't know. i to say that. I've, Rob's
2: got—he's uh, younger. Yeah, he's younger than him. Yeah, Master, hey, Amir, Master Amir is bigger. Yeah,
3: but yeah. Master Amir—you know—probably experience, seen yeah. some things. Master Amir's constantly
2: calling him a pussy. About his body.
3: <laughs> oh, what?
2: Oh, don't say that. I do not want to be involved in that.
3: Mm. I'm kidding. I'm obviously
2: <laughs> kidding. You know, it's funny because uh, when the Ultimate Fighter was on, every year there would be fighters from Tampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there would Every year there would be. They had a
0: run there where it was yeah. like every season had somebody from Gracie Tampa. Are you watching the new season with uh, McGregor? No, I watched like the first two episodes, and then I kind of forgot that it was on and yeah. I lost interest. That's what happens to me. I just forget things are on. Yeah, I'll probably go back and try and watch it and catch up, but I saw the first episode. It was all right.
3: Well, McGregor's got enough of his
0: own problems. Yeah. not really
3: be thinking about that stupid show. Uh, do you think this might be worth taking or no? Uh, Mike, out the show? Good
1: morning. How's it going, Mike? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Um, I was at a couple of years ago you um, were doing uh, where people were coming in inside the studio to, like, watch the show. I know that you're doing it from your home, and obviously it's a more sacred area, but I was wondering if you, like, blindfolded or whatever, or somebody <laughs> gave some, you know, they gave some money to the, you know, uh, Calta Family Foundation. Let's say somebody inherited a bunch of money
7: <clears throat>
1: and wanted to give to, you know, the Calta Family Foundation, you know, stayed there right, for, like, right. an hour or something like that. Would you be entitled to, would you entertain that at all, or is it like, no, it's my house, I don't
3: want anybody here? No, I'm not really worried about that, and I don't have the batman in here, because you can pretty much, if you have Google, find my address in five minutes anyway, so I don't care about that. What I do right. think, though, is if uh, we did a live studio audience, I would just do it in the, in. The, I'd go back to St. Pete, and we could just right. do it in the theater there. So yeah, oh, if that, right, right, I would right. I would do that. I would do it, we we're, we're kind of overdue for something like that. We wanted to do it a couple of weeks ago when we went in there for uh, Gunshine, Gunshine yeah. uh, but it was too much to put together. But maybe what we could do is just plan on doing it maybe next month, maybe the Friday before the 4th of July weekend, and we actually have a live audience in the uh, studio.
2: Also, actually, right now, if you want to, just go over to the studio. Carmen's no! There, you can just yeah, sit yeah. There that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, totally I will not free. let you in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Tell them, Monica. Hey, just stop by here. I'll give you my key card. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank
3: you, though, sir. I it appreciate it. Like farts in there, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. Big time. Talk farts. <laughs> Carmen, what's with that white uh, phone line?
5: Um, I was trying to put oh. it on hold when you picked that gotcha, up. Gotcha. I'm sorry. It gets stuck.
3: Yeah. Uh, Mike, out the show. Good morning.
1: Hey, good morning, Michael. Jay Frank. Uh, a couple of years ago, you were going to have a punch out in Bradenton. I want ticks to that. What happened?
3: So, we, uh, in you know, COVID shut that down and we were not able to do it. Then we thought about doing it on a pay per view level. And then our company was bought by another company, and they were like, yeah, we're not doing punch-out anymore. It's too much reliability. So, unfortunately, right now, it's been canceled. Did they ever make up for your uh, tickets? Could we, no. Can we give you something? No, out? Why don't you hold no, on? I'll give, never, me, I'll give you count the comedy circus tickets. Just don't punch anybody when you get there. All right, that'll work. All right, we'll, get, mm-hmm. we'll hook you up with that. What, okay. Carmen?
5: I, he's a liar.
3: Why? sense it.
5: I can tell. He just Whoa. wanted. He just wants free tickets. <laughs> ah,
3: he's still on the phone. Did I know. You, uh, address him. Yeah, well, what she called? She called me a liar.
5: Yeah. She did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Can why, ju- why, she,
3: why you called me a liar? I he didn't even ask for anything.
5: I can mm. just tell. Yes, he did. He called yeah. in and he said you gave me tickets. Dude. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was in, asking what
1: happened with yeah, it. And that's like, all. You know.
5: Yeah.
1: No. I'm just worried. I, I never. I never.
5: It's came and three- got the
1: tickets because I know that the um, event was canceled, and I'm just trying to see.
5: Yeah. It's Hello. been three years, and now you want to call about it? Oh We're my God! He was being patient.
1: <laughs> Jesus! You it's woke topical. up on the wrong side of
3: the bed this morning. Yeah, yeah late. Sorry, I'm too. sorry. Please don't like Carmen's bad <laughs> attitude. Uh, reflect on us <laughs> not bad
5: attitude i'll just,
1: just take it out on her at the comedy
3: show all right perfect all right. hold on yeah, she is one. performing so. Yeah. so
2: now hold on and you'll have to talk to carmen to
5: get your <laughs> <Yes. defense. laughs> it may be a
3: second so uh, just, hold, just hold on
0: that at, at uh when it was going to be at robarts that was going to be awesome yeah i oh was looking forward to that, that setup and everything was going to be so great
3: when i went to this company and i said we need to do it we need to make it bigger we need to put it in an arena they were like yes and Brian went out and he's like, "We'll do it here at Robart." I was oh. like, "Oh my god!" Because the first time I ever went to Robart's was when Galvin was doing ring announcing say, yeah. for a fight. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "That'd be crunch. great." Yeah, that'd
0: yeah. be great. So remember, Will was going to fight Spike because they're racist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had a we had a bunch of good uh, fights brewing in the in the building.
0: Dizzy was ready to fight anyone. Oh so
3: I god. know Dizzy wanted to really <laughs> yeah. fight Chase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would have been great. I was getting great. ready to milk that. <laughs> stupid company <laughs> screwed everything up uh, Mike Alta show up
6: hello Mike Alta yes sir hey I've got an idea for your uh, for some of your fights you can't do the fights anymore uh, my friends and I have a couple party games we play one we call uh, spear and magic helmet the other one we call bottle jousting uh, spear and magic helmet basically involves two nine- foot fiberglass poles with with actual uh, uh, medieval combat helmets and they basically can thrust each other the only thrust the only shot that counts is in the face but that doesn't mean you can't pop each other in the belly or in the in the leg or in the groin. Right. And how do you move towards each other? Ones, do you just run towards each other. No, no, you stand. You stand at you stand at about maybe about about ten feet apart, and you each have a spear, and you basically uh, spear thrust each other. And uh, right. the, the end you're of me, guy. It's, it's, it's got a big pad on the end. It's, it's got a big uh, like a okay. big foam pad on the end. So you're not actually hurting each other. Right, but right. A shot to the belly. A shot to the belly is going to hurt you. You know, it's going to make you cough up something. The other one is called bottle jousting, where you take an empty champagne bottle, and again, you take a couple like six foot long rattan sticks, and you stand on the on the bottle. And the idea is you try and knock the other guy off his bottle by hitting the stick. Who's standing on a bottle? Yeah, <laughs> a champagne bottle. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen me, sir. We, I'm not standing on. A... Mike, I'm 300 pounds. I stand on the. Uh, it's an empty champagne bottle. You stand on. it. The, they're pretty strong.
2: Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait until you have champagne bottle in your uh, legs. <laughs>
3: It's gonna go right through your foot. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But I think I'm gonna pass on those uh, on those fine things. What were you saying, in Spanish? Uh,
4: we have someone on the hotline.
3: Well, who? Robin Zander. Oh, good, because I was gonna say Robin Zander is supposed yeah. to call. Which line is that, Carmen?
5: The hotline.
3: I don't. I don't see. Can you just pot it up for me? Yes, I can. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome back to this show our friend rock and roll hall of famer, the great band Cheap Trick, Robin Zander. Robin, how are you, buddy?
7: I'm doing good, Mike. How are you? Good. I'm sorry Those to make... games sound dangerous. Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, you know, you better be wearing some thick shoes standing yeah. on a bottle. Yeah. And the worst part well, is when you, you get when you get
3: injured, you have to explain to somebody that you got hurt because you and your nerd friends are playing the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm great, buddy. It's great to uh, talk to you. We haven't talked to you in a while, but I'm very excited. Uh, it seems like, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like after the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there's been a whole great resurgence for Cheap Trick.
7: Well, we've you know we've always been working. You know, yeah. chief trick is a band is uh, if we didn't work, we'd probably starve to death. Mm-hmm. But you know, they don't sell records anymore, so there you it, go. It, you but, know what, but, uh, Robin? Yeah.
3: It's it stinks because the last record you guys put out was really good. We played it, and it was it was it it wasn't a classic rock album. Like it was a new rock album. It fit today's music, and it was great. But you're right; there's no outlet for you.
7: Yeah, there's no outlet. Uh, so, we you know, we tour, and that's the only way to do it. And at our age, it gets a little rough out there. But, uh, you know, it's all right. We don't mind. And uh, we're really happy about this this new project that uh, Clearwater Beach is doing, you know, yeah. this sound thing. I drove by it the other day, and it looks so cool. It, it really does.
3: It? Yeah, I, I, and it's so funny because I was just telling these people earlier, there's a big thing in the newspaper today that said that the idea that they're opening the sound at Coachman Park is going to probably cause other things along downtown Clearwater to open up and evolve over there as well, which is great because this guy just bought a condo over there last year, and I'm very excited. It's already yeah. driving up my property values.
7: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, though. This place is going to be cool because there are no 4,000 to 9,000 seat places in, in our area. Yeah. They're all either less than 4,000 seats or or 10000 or more. So this place fits that that gap. And so it's going to, you know, it used to be a a smaller little venue that had uh, jazz bands and stuff play all the time, and it was very cool. But this is going to change things around there, I think.
3: A hundred percent. And every once in a while, they would put a, uh, like when I worked at the country station, we did some shows there, and then I had the opportunity a couple of years ago to see Sammy Hagar, and his band there, and that was really the first rock band I'd ever seen, and it was it was great. And that was before the changes. So now Sammy's coming back to play there, and of course Cheap Trick yeah. is opening up with a uh, a free concert that is going to be uh, Wednesday night, June twenty eighth at seven o'clock. Doors will open at five thirty. And are, is anybody else playing with you? Oh yeah is your is your son uh, son's band playing?
7: Yeah, I heard he came to see you, too, on the station, did he?
3: Yeah, I think he was on with uh, with Drew a little while ago. But, yeah, that kid, I remember you, oh, brought, yeah. you, you brought him in the studio a couple of years ago. And uh, that, right. kid, that, that kid got the best of yours and your wife's look. That's a beautiful child.
7: Let me tell you something. He's so talented. His album just came out uh, it, uh, called The Distance. And it's Robin Taylor Xander, and my God, he plays all the instruments on it. Uh, Jack Douglas of uh, uh, John Lennon, you know, go fame. Uh, Errol Smith, you know, he produced the record, uh, mixed it, and, uh, and co-produced. Uh, Robin co-produced uh, the record up in upstate New York in a studio up there, and it was just fantastic, man. I mean, I, 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 I am so proud of him. I don't know to even describe it
3: when you're when you're a father and your son is choosing to follow your steps and do what you did are you uh do you try to talk him out of it at first or you just say hey let him do his thing uh,
7: I, You know of course you try to talk him out of it but that doesn't work you know? no. it doesn't work when you're trying to tell your kid what to do i know especially when he's got his mind when he's got his mind set on it you know he was you know he went to college and everything but uh he learned, he learned his craft first, and, uh, you know, and plus he'd been playing instruments all along. So he played every instrument on the album. That's amazing. And that... he's, playing with cheap, yeah, he's playing with Cheap Trick now. Uh, and he also, you know, when Rick couldn't, you know, play because he had surgery and the same thing happened to Tom, and uh, Dax, the drummer, had to go have a baby with his wife, hmm. uh, Robin filled in all those spots. Oh, really? All <laughs> those times. Yeah, I,
2: I saw you guys uh, when you came through uh, at Emily Arena with Rod Stewart, and you guys sounded amazing.
7: Yeah, that was cool. We're going to go back out with Rod this uh, coming up in August.
3: Uh, we're talking to Robin Zander of Cheap Trick, who uh, is a long time, I, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Creative Loafing put out the 30 most famous people from the uh, Tampa Bay area. Of course, you were on the list. One of my earliest memories of living here, before you and I knew each other, was seeing you at Lowe's one time in <laughs> Clearwater. And I was like, you were just being regular dude, buying stuff at Lowe's. And I was like, that's a guy from Jeep Trick." I was so impressed that you went out and bought your own lumber.
7: <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, you know. Uh, well, yeah, I've lived here for 30 years, you know, and uh, it's been a real pleasure. And Now, how long have you been doing this?
3: Radio? Uh I started yeah. in, I started as an intern in 1992 here at, in Tampa at WFLZ, and I've worked my way up uh, all the way here. So, so really, I, I've been starting in 92, but I've been probably getting paid since around 96.
7: <laughs> well, you're great. I, I just got to tell you, you guys' show is is stood the, the test of time for sure.
3: Yeah, we were, I got to tell you, we're real lucky. Most radio guys uh, work in five or six markets before they really find one that they – uh, work well in and we're fortunate enough to have been here for our whole career and we couldn't have picked a better place so it worked out um, I, I'm excited to see uh, now when I moved here I, I tell this story all the time I moved here in 1989 I went to college here in then 1990 my girlfriend and I went to go see a comedian at Ruth Eckert Hall and I'm fresh out of New York we go and I'm like let's go out to eat and let's go to the show and then we'll go out to a dinner and we leave the dinner, and the only place open was Denny's. And here I am wearing like a suit jacket. She's in this nice top. And I'm like, we're eating a Denny's because there was nothing <laughs> open. But, man, how far this area has come and is still developing. And this this sound uh, opening up in Clearwater, I think, is going to be great not only for music lovers and people who in Pinellas County and that area who want to see this stuff. But I think, like the newspaper pointed out today, it's going to be a catalyst in turning that whole downtown area into something more special. I know for some reason they don't really want to do a whole lot with Clearwater Beach. But that whole downtown area and that water area, I think, is really going to blow up as a result of this, and I'm I'm very happy. And I, do you are, are you are you happy or is it annoying that because you live here, you're always the first person everybody calls to do this kind of stuff?
7: Oh no, it's not <laughs> annoying. I'm proud to do it. I love it here. You know, I, this place is going to be so cool because it's not just you know. It's not limited to uh, anything. You can do a play on this stage. You can yeah. do, you know, they're going to have Peter Frampton, for God's sake, there. And, uh, you know, Goo Dolls and John Fogarty and all these people are going to be Kenny Loggins. Of yeah. all things. You, you know, you, so, you, ask, I mean, you yeah. ask
3: a band where they want to play, uh, you know, around uh, October through December and tell them they can play at an outdoor theater in, in Clearwater. They're going to pick that over Fargo, North Dakota any day.
7: Oh, yeah, and the weather at that time of the year is going to be great. So yeah. I think this is going to really, like you said, lift up that area. And uh, I am proud to be the first to act, break it in, and, you know, uh, Cheap Trick is coming down to do the show. So we're all pleased.
3: Yeah, well, we're excited to see you again. It is June 28th, uh, Wednesday night, 7 p.m., doors open at 5.30. Uh, it is the sound, it is the old Coachman Park that they have put a bunch of money in and created this brand-new venue out there. Uh, that I'm very excited to be out there. And also, very excited to see Cheap Trick. I'll be there if you need me to sing anything. Uh, I'm not that good, but I'll I'll bring my A-game for you. (laughs)
7: Okay. (laughs) All right, Mike. It's really nice to talk to you.
3: You too, my buddy. Take it easy, and we'll see you out there at the Sound. All right. See you, buddy. The great uh, Robin Zander, one of the best best voices in all of uh, rock and roll. Still sings like a champion. And uh, wait till you, if you haven't seen this kid, that's not just a father bragging on his son. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a kid who's got super talent. He's got his uh, his mom's gorgeous looks, his dad's looks, and uh, and the talent on top of that. And I did not know that he filled in at every at every instrument for the, the ailing cool. members of uh, of Cheap Trick. You know, Cheap Trick. Uh, Don McGee's band opened up for Cheap Trick for a while when they were out on the road. Uh, I know the last time when they played at Amalie Arena. So. There's a connection there as well. Uh, it, it's I, I, funny
2: because uh, so Robin has his son out there and they play all the time. And then Rick, his son Dex, Dexter is the drummer uh, for Cheap Trick. Yeah, yeah. And I want to
3: say, I want to say his son played with Biggs' band or something. One of I think Rick's son is in played with Biggs' band. Oh yeah, had uh, something like that. I don't know. There was a connection there. I can't remember, but I know they went on the road together because I, uh, Cheap Trick would bring them back out on stage and do songs with them, and that's got to be pretty cool. Mm. Jam with Cheap Jake. <clears throat> I could sing those songs, bro. <clears throat> Can't play them on bass, but I could sing them. I guarantee that. <laughs> All right, we gotta take a break. It is the Mike Calta
0: show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. It's the Mike Calta, the Mike show. Calta show featured cut of the day, sponsored by